Against all odds, writer Bas Timmers went on a trip to Latin America on September the 1st, 2020, in the middle of a worldwide pandemic. This is his story, The Long Road to Medellin. Chapter 12. Living on the Edge. It's that person you would love to love, but where it's impossible to ignore the uglier character traits and the slightly more unattractive parts of the body. That person that keeps pulling your feelings in opposite directions. That person is a city, and it's called Bogota. Another country, another batch of corona measures? Not really, my friends. The Bogota Hotel only came up with an online questionnaire, apparently on behalf of the government, but an exercise not to be repeated again at any hotel in the next five weeks. Apart from that, Latin American pandemic business as usual. Wash your hands, take your temperature, hold your distance. It would almost be boring if it weren't for the European authorities to prove every week that exactly this predictability and repetition and stability is the one thing people need in this pandemic crisis. And not different messages and different measures and promises not kept and U-turns made again and again, week after week. Like in Mexico and Ecuador, Colombia had gone into a hard lockdown pretty quickly after that dreadful Friday the 13th. After the national lockdown ended, restrictions were lifted piecemeal and very cautiously. The population had endured five months of hardship. They didn't want to return to those dark days. Most of them even seemed more eager to apply the economic breaks than the government. But at least the urgency of the situation was clear to all, as was what was needed to be done to curb the spread and flatten the curve. A group of junkies had welcomed me upon arrival late at night. The hotel was at the edge of the center. The Google map hadn't shown me the Zona de Tolerancia was only two blocks away as well. The red light district attracted the human fringes of society. After dark, it was not an area to walk around. This would be the only city in seven months of travel in Latin America where I would always get a cab to get home, even if dinner had only been a 10-minute walk away. This part of the city was a microcosm for Bogota in its entirety. A mixed bag where one could walk from the dilapidated office towers in my area, past the homeless people, to the brilliant Mambo, modern art museum Bogota, only four blocks away. Turn around towards the main shopping street and watch your valuables, stun at the new Entrecaes office tower at 475 meters, Latin America's highest skyscraper and instantly reminiscent of some Batman movies. Yes, it deserves the Cape Crusader on its roof, looking out over the beautiful Monserrate Hills. Continue that main street and you will pass the world-class Museo de Oro, gold museum, on your left. End up at the Plaza Bolivar with its impressive governmental and religious buildings. Go left slightly up the hill into the old Candelaria district, a barrio with restaurant tables on the streets and Bogota flags proudly waving. More excellent museums, a university. But don't walk too far past that 
because you might end up in Egipto, one of the most dangerous neighborhoods of the entire country. The moment I started noticing skateboarders and cyclists circling all around me on the pavement, it was time to move on. Well, back actually, into Candelaria. Living on the edge, Aerosmith would sing. Yes, I am that old, I recall the hit from the 90s. In Bogotá, anything can happen at any time, good or bad. Jump on the Transmilenio buses to enjoy high speed and cheap public transport. But avoid rush hours and don't venture too far south or you might get into pickpocketing trouble. The International Office District? Impressive, a great museum of national history, but avoid after dark. Chapinero? The district for foodie lovers. Don't move too far westwards though or you might end up in shady territory. And if you need to visit other districts in the evening, be smart and get a cap as well. That's how Bogotá will be stored on my hard disk. That person in your life that you would love to love, where you worked hard to make the relationship work. But somehow the rational can direct the emotional and things never really gel together. It's too much work, my friends. Accept your defeat. On with the show. That's how a chapter usually would end, right? I know though you're curious about my dating adventures. So before I forget to tell you, I had a date here as well, which was as much a mixed bag as Bogota as a city was. A great first encounter with beer and tapas and more beer. The promise to meet again soon. A date, location and a time. And then a no-show from his side. Without any excuse, without any messages. His profession though was interesting as a historian at the Reconciliation Commission. Their job was to document the violence of the previous decades from all sides. Guerrillas, paramilitaries, drug gangs, government. And bring everyone closer together by discussing what had happened. It was a near mission impossible and the current much discussed case of the Falsos Positivos false positives, was exemplary for the difficult road ahead. During the military crackdown of the FARC movement after 2005, a policy was implemented where soldiers and their commanders would get bonuses if they killed guerrillas. Every killed insurgent was a positive. What the leadership hadn't predicted, or was actively looking away from, is that several battalions started to pick up those elements in society that wouldn't be missed. Drug addicts, homeless people, you name it. Kill them, dress up as a guerrilla and incur your bonus. A criminal system that existed for years, but once uncovered seemed to spread like an oil stain. First, there were hundreds of these false positives, then thousands. And opinions about who was responsible for these crimes were split right through the polarized political system of the country. Those on the left denounced then-President Uribe, his General Montoya, and their hardline policies. Those on the right pointed to the Minister of Defense as the one responsible and thought of the false positives as collateral damage in the battle against the FARC. 
all the things you can discuss passionately over a beer and tapas and beer. At least that's what a date has been good for. On with the show. Thank you for listening to another chapter of The Long Road to Medellin, a book about traveling during the pandemic. If you want to read more travel stories by Bas Timmers about Latin America, visit IntoTheArmsOfAmerica.com.